0: What is up, friends? It is Delaney Dugalow here, and I am so excited today specifically because we are doing the Uncovering the Mystery series. We get to walk through just uncovering some of these Bible stories that have shown us who Jesus is. And that gives me the privilege to talk about one of my all-time favorite stories. Other than Jesus rising from the grave, like this is it for me. This is the story where I just see who Jesus is. And I see myself so much in this story. But more importantly, I see who Jesus is. And that is in the story of Matthew 14, verses 22 through 33. And that I'm going to be reading in the ESV version. Read whatever version you like the best. But this is the version that I'm going to be reading out of. And this is the story of Jesus walking on water. This is a story that you've probably heard if you've been around church. You probably saw a picture of it in VBS back in the day. It's something that is just around. But today we're going to dive into why I feel like this just uncovers who Jesus is. So starting in verse 22, it says, Immediately he made the disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side while he dismissed the crowds. And after he dismissed the crowds, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. Command me to come to you on the water. He said, Come. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came to Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and took hold of him, saying to him, "O oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat and the wind ceased, all those on the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. Uh this story, just reading it, gets me excited. But I love this story because the phrase "Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt?" is probably one of the themes of my life. Um, it's something that I struggle with a lot—being full of doubt or full of anxiety. Like this is something that I do all the time, where I get overwhelmed with the fear and I forget to remember who Jesus is in the midst of that. So, just looking at this whole story, there is so much. Like, I could probably talk for hours, so I won't put you guys through that, but I'll just tell you a little bit about why I love this so much. First of all, in verse 23, can we acknowledge that Jesus, the Son of God, went alone on the mountain by himself to pray? Jesus goes alone to pray. We have a Savior who models to us the importance of prayer and being alone in prayer, which is amazing because he's about to do something incredible. And I love that this incredible miracle starts first with the posture of prayer and him being submissive to God himself, which is just so cool that uncovering the mystery, prayer changes things. And even if our Savior is in a posture of prayer, we definitely need to be. But I'm really going to focus in on the last couple verses, um, 28 through 33 specifically. And Peter is my dude. Peter is impulsive. He likes to talk a lot. He has a lot of things to say to everybody and thinks he knows what's best. So me and Peter have a shocking amount of similarities, which is why I think this uncovers a lot of the mystery of Jesus in my own life. But in verse 28, Peter's saying, Lord, hey, if this is you walking on water, tell me to come. So first of all, this is Peter being a little bit of a show-off. Like, "Uh, Jesus, if you tell me to come, I will. And I love Jesus because instead of being like, hey, Peter, like you don't have to make a show of this, Peter, like you don't have to prove you have all this faith. Instead of that, Jesus simply responds in verse 29. He says, come. Okay. So this is the Lord like stepping into this. So Peter gets out of the boat and walks on water and came to Jesus. So here's what happens. When we fix our eyes on Jesus, we know that anything is possible. We know that he equips us. So here's the deal. Peter looks at Jesus and says, Jesus, if you tell me to come, I'll come. And Jesus says, come. And in that moment, because Peter is fully fixed on the Lord and he is confident in the Lord and who he is, he does the impossible. He walks out on water. But verse 30 is where it changes. It says, he, when he saw the wind, he was afraid. So that means that for Peter to see the wind, he took his eyes off of Jesus He took his eyes off Jesus and started looking at his circumstances and started to remember, oh my gosh, I'm on water. He looked at his circumstances and he started looking at his own strength and recognizing that this wasn't possible for him to do this. He got overwhelmed by the circumstances and he began to sink. And he cried out saying, Lord, save me, which how many of us? We are doing great. We have our eyes fixed on the Lord. We see who Jesus is. We believe who Jesus is. We praise who Jesus is. But then we look around at our circumstances and we're overwhelmed. And we think, I can't do this. And we start to sink. And we cry out, Lord, save me. And 31, oh, 31 is so sweet. It is the best. 31 says, Jesus immediately reached out his hand. Oh, how awesome is that? Instead of Jesus being like, you know, Peter, you messed up. I equipped you. I told you you could do it. You took your eyes off me and you're sinking. This is your fault. Instead of doing that, Jesus reaches out his hand and takes hold of him. Uh, we have a Savior who reaches out to us in the midst of the mess that we created. And I think about this so many times. Like even this past week, I had a moment Where I just was disobedient. I did something I knew I wasn't supposed to do. And I instantly was like, oh, what have I done? I took my eyes off of what Jesus called me to do. I walked in my own selfishness. And I felt myself starting to sink. I did. And in that moment, just coming to the Lord, it was so similar to this. Which is why it's so cool that I get to talk about it. Just praying, Lord, like I need your help. I need your peace. I need your wisdom. And I love that I knew in that moment because of this story and because of who Jesus is that he wasn't like, nah, you're on your own. That stinks for you, Delaney. You messed up too much. You took your eyes off of me. You did what you wanted to do. You became dependent on your will and your strength, Delaney, so you're on your own. Instead, it was that same feeling of Jesus immediately reaching out. And Jesus reaches out to us in different ways. He reaches out to us through his word, through people, through prayer, like we get to be in the presence of Jesus. And I love it because he looks at him and simply says, oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? He could have said so many things, but instead he just looks Peter in the eyes and says, why did you doubt? Why did you doubt? And we have a Savior that's worth not doubting. Um, Uncovering the mystery, spoiler alert, Jesus is worth our full faith. Our full trust, our full love, and our full attention. Because this story started out so incredible with Peter doing something that people can't even imagine because he was fully fixated on Jesus. And his eyes were on Jesus. But when he started looking at everything around him, which is what we do all the time, we look at social media or we look at our bank statement or we look at physical disabilities or we look at our friends or we look at just the overwhelming circumstance that we're in and think, this is not possible We start to sink, and we sink in doubt. And that's why he's saying, oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? The problem was he started to doubt himself, but more importantly, he doubted his Savior. And the thing is, is the uncovering the mystery is we have a Savior who's worth our full faith. He is worth us not doubting in him and not becoming so fixated on our circumstance that we miss who our Savior is is because we'll sink every time when we take our eyes off of him. Even when we stop getting in the word consistently or when we stop praising him and rejoicing where we are, not just where we want to be, that's when we start to sink. And they get back on the boat and the wind ceases. In verse 33, it says this, And those in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly you are the Son of God. Uncovering this mystery, Jesus is the Son of God. And that's why he can do this. He can walk on water but more importantly he equips us to do this yeah you probably if you walk out to the lake right now and say jesus help me walk might not turn out this way but this story worked out like this because jesus was reminding us that when we give him our full attention and our full affection that things that we would have never thought were possible will be and i love that the people's response is worship because when we remember this truth that we have a savior who's worth our full attention and our full affection he is worth worshiping He is. He's worth our worship. And I just know those moments in my life where Jesus like steps in and intervenes even when I've made a mess of things, my only response is worship because I know I'm so undeserving of that grace and that love, and I'm so undeserving of being used to do incredible things. But I love verse 27, and this is something that we all need to remember. Take heart, it is I. Do not be afraid. Jesus doesn't call us to fear. He calls us to confidence in him. And we don't want to be these doubters. We don't want to be, oh, "Ou of little faith, which he says so many times throughout Matthew. We want to be followers who are full of faith because we have a Savior who is worth that confidence. Who is worth the confidence because he's shown us time and time again through his word and through our own life that he's a Savior worth putting full confidence in. Ah, friends. Read this story on your own. Once again, Matthew 14, through 33, because it is just full of so much truth. And it is so incredible to see that we have a Savior who reaches out His hand to us and doesn't call us to do it alone. He's right there. He knew where the boat was the whole time, and He walked right to them because we have a Savior who is fully aware of us and loves us more than we can even begin to fathom. So I hope today... We will walk in faith with our eyes fixed on Jesus because we have a savior who is worth our full attention and our full affection. So I love you friends. I hope that you walk in faith and confidence today. And we'll catch you tomorrow. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or Or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.